What's the uh, what's the best uh, piece of advice that you've received, or some of the best pieces of advice you've received uh, since you've been in education and coaching? Uh, you know, I'm going to slant it primarily to, towards coaching, but uh, you know, I think you, you as a coach, you got to remember why you coach. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as a piece of advice that I've been given and, and I would give to others, and you know, don't lose sight of that because you know you're going to have ups and downs, you're going to have peaks and valleys, you're going to have uh, seasons where everything works and you're going to have seasons that you're really looking forward to and for whatever reason it, it just doesn't happen the way it, that you want it to happen but if you always go back to that why you know why do I do this and, 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 and what do I what do I gain from doing this and don't lose sight of that you know you don't you don't you don't get into that burnout stage of coaching uh, you know the best piece of advice when we chose to start running the uh, Princeton offense and you know I, I, I laughed when they told me but it was uh, uh, if you choose to run the Princeton office you better find a damn good zone offense yeah uh, and I can't tell you how many times that's been applicable to what's happened to us because uh, you know uh, hopefully Brad won't listen to this but I can remember playing uh, Coppell all those years in South Lake and right. you know He's pretty well known for his man man defense and how how physical they play. Well, for about five years straight, we saw zero possession. <laughs> and, you know, you know Z and I are buddies. Yeah. And uh, Z Z told me that they they spent one year they spent you know they had an open date and they spent like five straight days guarding it because yeah. he was running and you know the offense that, that's because Brad would go scout you 13 times Some somehow well, that, he had a game at like 6.30 and he'd be at your game at 7.30 like he'd scout absolutely. you forever absolutely <laughs> anyway he said Brad made the decision kind of at the 11th hour hey we're not guarding that we're 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 gonna trap it we're gonna we're gonna zone it we're gonna do whatever and and uh <laughs> can't tell you how many times that that has come true. It's just yeah. Well, so, you men- so. you mentioned that uh, know your why. So, if it, do you have a kind of a definition of your why? Why you coach? You know, you know my my whole definition has always been based on the ideal that you know I want to take young men where they're not capable of going themselves. You know, just push them to 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 maybe their limits both as a as a player and as a as a person. You know, I hope that when when uh, when we're done, uh, you know, I, I don't mind them say, saying, "Hey, man, coach was tough. Coach really expected you know a lot out of me and those kind of things." And you know what's happened to me as a coach is. You know, maybe initially when they leave, they don't appreciate it. But more those kids that come back five and ten years later and talk to you, you know, they're like, "Man, coach, you know, uh, you really, you really taught us some great lessons that I didn't know were going to be uh, applied to my life until I, you know, got in college and had some tough, tough times or sure. got out and had a family and you know." And uh, you know, I can I can use all those things that we talked about in basketball. You know, that's that's what I hope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, basketball to me is has been extremely great, but it's really just a vehicle that I hope I hope I'm doing more than just teaching basketball because if that's all I'm doing, I'm cheating the kids. Yeah. Uh, I, I encourage all all the coaches that are listening to the podcast here to you know have a why definition. So know your why. That's kind of a. a a hot phrase uh, with a lot of leadership podcasts and things, but know your why, have a definition for it. And so whether you're 
talking to parents or talking to your players or you're going through a great season or a bad season, uh, whether you're in an interview, know your why definition. I think that'll kind of keep us grounded at the foundational level. Don't you think, Coach? Absolutely. Uh, you know, we, we started here, as a matter of fact, this year here at Reedia, uh another coach who's gone into administration here at Reedia and I, uh, a coaches leadership academy uh, on campus. And, and primarily for this reason, most of our coaches here at Reedia are, are either brand new head coaches or only been a coach for one or two years. And, and uh, you know, it's just a really young staff. And, you know, hopefully what the two of us can do is give them some inexpensive learning. Right. Yeah. We've learned that maybe we, you know, cost us a lot uh, that they can turn around and, and get from us, uh, you know, inexpensively, you know. Not that we have all the answers, but we probably have had to find that answer at, at one time in our career. So yeah. uh, it's going really well. We've had a, and we're doing a book study with it. We're doing, a, if you haven't ever read uh, Legacy, Okay. Uh, the book Legacy, outstanding book. It's about the All Blacks. Oh, yeah. Rugby team. And, uh, you know, we're using that kind of as a, as a book study at the same time as our leadership academy. So that's great. I think as, as coaches, you know, we got to give back. Uh, you know, the game of basketball has been so great to me. And, you know, I've tried to, anytime I can, give back to, to other coaches. I, I don't have all the answers, but I, I can. I can definitely share what I do know, so that's well, what I'll try to do. I, 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 know, I know our audience, and I, me especially, we really appreciate you sharing because any time that I get to talk with someone on a podcast here, it's a mini clinic for me. And so, you know, the things you're talking about and the kind of uh, your philosophy and thought process and everything is is really good. Just kind of keep every, everything in perspective. And I, I know I appreciate it because I'm just like a lot of coaches. I can get way out of whack with what's important you know god family friends food and basketball is about it for me but uh during the season those things get out of out of whack and so uh i know it's 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 good to good to hear these things from you uh the last question i have kind of deals with uh, parent communication and and maybe player parent issues that come up now i know you're really good with technology and that may be an avenue that you use to to keep everybody on the same page but how how do you you know work with parents in regards to communication during the season uh maybe playing time issues or issues that come up during the year kind of what's your what's your thought and philosophy on those things excuse me uh you know kind of along those questions you know i kind of believe what uh uh coach there from south carolina i'm forgetting his name right now frank martin yeah, you know that that kids really haven't changed that much in the 31 years that I've coached. You know, they they really do want to be part of something and you know feel valued. What's changed is is what we expect of them, and and what what's changed is the parents. Uh, you know, when I started, parents basically gave you their kid and let you coach them. And, you know, they let you coach them hard, and they trusted you would treat them right. You know, today parents want to clear out any kind of obstacle for their kid you know they don't want them to go through any kind of hardship and you know what's 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 wrong with that is that's where they learn that adversity is what teaches them uh all those values of sports in my opinion is how to overcome those type things so you know i don't even call them helicopter parents anymore i call them lawnmower parents (laughs) they just clear everything out of the way you know in the last two years last two uh 
uh, head coaching jobs I've had, you know, for South, in South Lake Carroll for seven years and now in Reedy, you know, I, I've been in a place that are really similar in demographics. You know, they're wealthy to upper middle class parents uh, that are extremely involved in their kids. Uh, you know, as a coach, you can think of that as a negative and treat it as a negative, or you can do what I've tried to do and think of that as a positive. Right. Man, we've got we've got parents that are involved in their kids' lives and they want to be a part of it. So, you know, what I try to do is I try to get them involved. I you know I over communicate with them. Uh, you know, but I also make sure that they know the boundaries. Uh, you know, when I got to South Lake, I was the third coach in a year. Wow. Uh, and and when I when I originally got there, the parents were out of control. They really were. But you know, we came in and I, and I got to bring an assistant with me, and we we set some pretty firm boundaries. Okay, this is this is my area, and this is your area. And you know, we had to bump people back in the correct area sometimes. But I had an administration that supported us in that, and uh, you know, wanted to get things back to where they should be. Uh, and you know, I think if your community your communication skills are good and you talk to your parents and they understand uh, that, I mean, the old days of being able to shut your door and saying, hey, I'm not going to do anything but coach basketball and, and uh, you know, I'm not dealing with parents, uh, it, it, it's over. You you have to communicate with parents and you got to be open to talk to them. Uh, you know, I... I, I'm just like most of you guys. I'm not going to talk to a parent after uh, you know after a game or right after practice, and you know it's just it's too emotional for both of us to do it at that time. But I am going to talk to them if they want to talk to me. Uh, you know, I used to have the old saying that you know, well, we're not going to talk about playing time, and you know, we're not going to do this. And you know, I'd say that at parent meetings. Right. You and I both know that when they come in here and sit down. It's going to come back to that time, <laughs> nine times out of ten. So, you know what? What I've found in thirty-one years, and it's not scientific uh, or by any means, but most of the time, if you'll just sit and listen to them, and you know, be empathetic about what they have to say, and just listen to them, most of the time they'll 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 come around to the way you want them to think if you'll just listen to them. Yeah. Uh, is what I've found. You know, occasionally we have them that don't, and you know, we we I've just like everybody else have had many crazy parents. You know that 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 have wanted my job. And, you know, in the day and time we live right now, I think it, the times of a coach going to one place and being there for twenty years is is, is really going to be difficult because just the society that we live in. Yeah, but um, I do know that. Even though, you know, I, I get the question, hey, when you were in South Lake, were the parents just crazy? You know, they really weren't. Once we got things established and we established boundaries and we, we put those parents to work, uh, you know, I'll give you an example. Uh, we uh, used PC, which is performance course, when I was in South Lake uh -huh. in, the, in the off season, and, uh, which was great because they came in right after school and did all our strength and conditioning for us for the seven weeks before season started. And we did it on Mondays and Wednesdays, so our kids, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, so our kids would go Monday after school. As soon as we finished on the court, they'd go immediately to those guys. 
same thing on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Well, we did it the first year we did the same thing on Fridays. Well, we realized on Fridays were the days that they were going to miss because they were going to college visits and whatever. So we bumped the Friday practice uh, street condition to before school, and we asked the parents, hey, you guys want to help. Y'all are always looking for things to do. What if we did, uh, uh, we called it breakfast club. What if y'all came in on Fridays and, and provided breakfast for our kids as soon as they finished street conditioning? You guys have a little breakfast spread for them out there. Oh, we never had a kid in you know in five years miss a Friday practice. Oh yeah, because <laughs> they would get breakfast. So the parents felt valued, and still to this day, because uh, you know I'm still friends with those guys over. They still have the Friday morning breakfast club for shrink conditioning. So uh, you know I think if you can give parents those kind of things where they feel like they're a part of it and they feel like they're they're uh, body into what you're trying to do it really goes a long ways with with parent relationships that's really good well coach youngblood thanks for taking the time today this has been a pleasure as always to get to talk to you talk basketball and talk philosophy what uh anything that maybe we didn't cover in the talk today that you want to leave the coaches with anything that um uh, i don't know that we didn't get a chance to talk about that may be on your mind no sir i think that's about it (laughs) all right 